Warning! The Bone Bad Show is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! Fay Ray. <coughs> Janet Lee. <coughs> Adrian King. <coughs> Heather Langenkamp. <coughs> Amy Steele. That weatherman who saw the cockroach. That, oh my god, that is Oh my god! Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and you. Come on. You know you wanna. Let her rip. <laughs> that, oh, my god. <laughs> oh my god! There. Now don't you feel better? You are now officially a Scream Queen. Come play with the rest of us at www.screamqueens.com. That's Queens with a Z. Or you could subscribe to us on iTunes. Either way, it's gonna be fucking fabulous. The Scream Queens Horror Podcast. It's where horror gets bent. So a fire away when you're ready. Okay, let's start with. Uh, God, this is tough, man. There's all these squares. There's a lot of squares. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with E five. E five. Mm-hmm. Miss. Damn it. Sploosh. <laughs> B two. Hit right off the bat. You hit. Oh, blood in the water. Oh, jeez. All right. A five. Miss. A2. Miss. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) A10. Miss. B1. Miss. Ha! You can't hit anything. (laughs) E10. Sploosh. Man, you're hitting the shit out of the water, though. <laughs> you sank my water. C2. Oh, how did you know? <laughs> Process of elimination. C3. Miss. 2D. Or D2, rather. Either way, it's a hit, and do I have to tell you when you sunk one? Yes, you have to say, You sunk my battleship! You sunk my 
cruiser three hole thing. <laughs> That's what you call a three hole punch right there. It's not even funny. We're doing office supply humor now. <laughs> D two. D two hit. Ah, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I like the little diagonal deal you did there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's not too bad. Let's try uh, I two. You miss. Okay. Uh, D three. Hit. See, I do that when I find a ship. I just keep working on it. I don't just go all around it like you do. <laughs> H3. Hit! Are you looking? <laughs> yes, I am from 700 miles away. D4. Hit. Okay, yeah. H4. Yeah, that there's a hit. Okay. D1. You sunk my battleship. Yeah. H5. Yet another hit. All right. E1. Miss. H6. You hit again. Ah, I must be working your uh, aircraft carrier, huh? You're working something, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, B9. B9 is a hit. Whoa. Whoa. I gotta admit, I peaked. <laughs> H7. It's a sinker! All right. You suck my aircraft carrier. I no longer have air superiority. If you ever did. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> B10. Hit. Okay. Yeah. B9. Miss. Now, are you marking on your board... Where I call. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah, marking everything. Oh. B8. Bait. Hit. H1. And one. Uh, that's a miss. Okay. B7. Hit. Well, apparently your aircraft carrier is not long for this world either. <laughs> apparently. J8. Miss. Okay. B6. You sunk my battleship. That's an aircraft carrier, man. Is this, the battleship I'm sorry, is, is this like game, a really Is this big... game called aircraft carrier? No, but it's called... That's an aircraft... It's not a battleship. They don't say that shit on the commercial. D9. Denied. Miss. <laughs> okay. Oh, I dropped my peg. Damn it. <laughs> J1. Miss. C5. Oh, you bastard. Does that mean that's a hit? You hit my boat. I4. Hit. Oh, look at that. C6. C6 is a hit. I5. Hit. But not sunk, huh? Damn. C4. Miss... All around it. I three. Was hit, it your submarine? Hit and sunk. Yes, my submarine. Nice. Uh, C seven. C seven is a hit. Okay. G eight. Miss. C eight. Hit and sunk. My battleship. I'm calling that one the battleship. 
Okay. It looks like a battleship. <clears throat> it does. F9. Hit. Ooh, yeah. God, this is exciting. <laughs> I10. I10 is a miss. E9. Hit. But not sunk, huh? Nope. Damn. Sneaky PT vote still out there. B5. Was that B Bravo 5? E is an Eric. Ah, as in PP head. <laughs> well, in that case, it's a hit. Oh. I'm sorry, PP head. <laughs> Man, I was shooting all around that son of a bitch, wasn't I? You were, too. <laughs> How about D9? Miss. Boo. E4. E4 is a hit. G9. That's a sunk. Okay. E3. You sunk my sub, man. All right. It's down to the PT boats. Yeah, it sure is. Where do you have that little bitch squirreled away? I believe it's my turn. Let's let's not get a little out of hand here. G5. Miss. But I had a red peg in my hand. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even want to call G5. Oh, shit. Well, you called it now. I called it. That messed up my pattern. Totally wasted shot right there. F9. <gasps> you bastard. Yeah, yeah, you hit it. Oh shit, did I? Yeah. G6. See, that's what I was trying to call. Miss. Oh, F8. Miss. All right. F3. Miss. No! E9. You sunk my PT boat. I am without a navy. You yeah. are. <sighs> suck it. Can't believe. Where so was for your PT boat? F2 and G2. You were so close. He comes out of the gate on that last one with F3, which was totally outside of the pattern you've been working. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I thought you had me for a second when you, when, when you said F and then denied. Ah, <laughs> oh, victory is sweet. That was down to the wire, too. That was close. You definitely have more of a system than I do. I kind of, like, look at the board spatially and see where the holes are and just shoot at them. And you were, yeah. like, systematically testing my defenses. <laughs> if you start and you just do a pattern with the biggest... The biggest ship can't quite fit in between the spaces. And then right, as yeah. you, if you look out and hit smaller ships, you can keep the pattern big. But we, we had the same sort of a thing going because it ended up being the PTs at the end. Yeah. See, if I would have found your PT, if I would have lucked into your PT in the beginning. Right. But, but that's how you have to do it. But that's like, you know, as you saw, I, did, I don't put shit on the edges. I don't put shit in the corners. I don't put shit in the middle. You're going to earn it if you're fi- going to find my guys. Yeah. And never let two boats touch. You know, actually, I've done some weird things before, like corners. Because you can sometimes trick somebody. They'll think they finished your boat off. And it's like half on one boat and half of the other, and it'll sink the one. Yeah, but I thought you had to say when you... uh... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 because it's like an L, right? And so you can, like, finish one off and hit, like, one on the other. And they think they they shot your four-hole, but they've really shot your three-hole and one of another one that's perpendicular oh but i thought you had to tell what you sunk 
Uh, I don't think you do. I think all you have to say is you sunk my battleship and put the red peg up at the top. Oh. They have to assume by the number of holes what they sunk. Hmm. Interesting battleship foo you have there. Yeah. Well played, Admiral. Thank you, sir. You are the rear admiral, right? (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I'll explain (laughs) it off the air. the bone bat podcast where you can listen to steve and gord it's a kick-ass digital broadcast where we've got dick jokes galore hey what's up everybody welcome to episode 59 of the bone bat show this is steve and this is gord how's it going man it's going it's not going that well actually no i'm one up on you in the first up on me in the first ever bone battle why don't you explain this bone battle that I'm losing? All right. So <laughs> earlier this year at PAX, they've got this big gaming tournament called the Omegathon, where they draw names and they pull together a field who will compete at a number of different type of games and determine an ultimate Omegathon champion. And we thought it would be cool to bring that sort of a concept to the Bone Bat Show. So what we have here is two podcasters five games and only one champion there can be only one so so far i am ahead we we tilted at battleship and i was able to slightly edge out gourd thanks to my my key pt boat placement (laughs) it's all in the pt it is i I think it's fair to say it it was a slight victory when it comes to naval warfare like that it's all or nothing you were the you were the victor you were the winner it's, it's, I lost. That is true. So I'm the loser. Through tonight's episode, we will determine who the ultimate master gamer amongst the two of us is and who's the ultimate douche. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ah. the sound that it made when my torpedoes would hit your ship. Douche, douche. douche. Yeah. Jesus. So, Christ. dude, how was your uh, winter vacation? It's not been going well. It's not been going well How at all. How can it not? I mean, it's, you know, it's Christmas time. There have been gifts exchanged, family, all that good stuff. How can it not be good? Well, because I'll tell you, because I had to do some parenting the other morning where I was the only adult that was awake. And so it was like, you know, if there was no escaping it. I had to handle it. And I don't want to get into a lot of details here, but my kid, barbarian child, before I was even conscious really i mean my body was awake and walking around and i had managed to get the coffee brewing but i hadn't had any coffee in my body yet and my kid just ah he just completely asked out in the bathroom to the point where i had to issue the the standard i can't believe you've done this in the bathroom punishment and hand him the big caddy of bathroom cleaning devices and say, <laughs> clean clean up your mess. This is not acceptable. <laughs> this is, we don't do this. Okay. And unbeknownst to me, 
see the the deal is I got this little caddy of bathroom cleaning stuff and it's Windex and it's not it's not terribly dangerous things in there. But a switch had been made and the Windex had been removed from the caddy and a bleach substance had been put in its place. I don't want to mention any names of who made might have made the change because really it's all my fault. I'm the one that handed bleach to a small child and then left him unsupervised, <laughs> essentially. There there was things in the bathroom that had to be laundered. So I went and, and was beginning the, the laundering process, got them going on the washing machine, poured myself a cup of coffee. Didn't have time to drink the coffee because I smelled this horrific smell of bleach. And that's that's when I realized things had really gone wrong. I went back up to the bathroom and my kid was very diligently, you know, trying to clean up everything by spraying bleach everywhere, including on the brand spanking new little carpety, you know, bath mat and a little U-shaped thing that fits under the toilet to, you know, soak up pee, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So there was bleach on those. So I'm like, oh, geez, you know, the, the wife's not going to be happy about this. So I take those down and begin trying to rinse the bleach out in the sink, try to, you know, mitigate the damage that the bleach has done. And at that point, I'm beginning to hear a lot of, like, really loud popping. And there's this stench. There's this stench of, like, burning molten plastic electrical fire. I go out in the kitchen and and my coffee maker is on fire. So literally orange flames licking the ceiling? On fire fire or? No, like a whole bunch of smoke pouring out from the inside. Not from the coffee pot, but like from the interior, the guts of the machine itself. Okay. So so fire like, fire was imminent, but you weren't actually seeing flames. Okay, I got No, you. I feel that there were flames inside. That's what was making the popping sounds. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I couldn't testify in a court of law that I actually saw flames. Okay. No. There, there was something loud going on, and it was making smoke. And I took the whole thing outside, unplugged it, and even unplugged outside, it continued to smoke and make popping noises. So um, whatever it was, it was bad, and it prevented me from having coffee. <laughs> Shit. You know, and that's, that's first thing in the morning. I mean, that's right off the bat. That's rolling out of the bed, dealing with chemical spill and electrical fire with no coffee. That is crazy. Yeah. And then I get beat at Battleship. <laughs> well, did you actually like get a free coffee maker out of this or something? Oh hell's no! No, I called the people. I called Cuisinart. I'm not. I'm not tiptoeing around this. It was a Cuisinart coffee machine that tried to kill me. That's and interesting. I, I actually have a Cuisinart coffee machine as well. It may try to kill you. Watch <laughs> okay. that thing. So so what happened? You so you you got a free coffee maker out of this, right? No, no, I called them up because I just wanted the people at Cuisinart to know. Hey, by the way, your coffee maker will randomly catch on fire. Something you ought to be aware of. And they were really nice. They were like really apologetic. You know, gosh, Mister Calkins, sorry we tried to kill you with fire. Didn't mean to, you know, almost destroy your home and everyone you love with our appliance. Would you like another one? And I'm like, no. You nearly killed me with this one. I don't want to bring a second one of these death machines into my house. <laughs> Dude, you're at, I don't get this because you had you had them where you wanted them. What you could have done is obviously step up from the shitty consumer model that you had 
at your disposal and, and got yourself like a nice professional model that wasn't going to explode or catch on fire or anything. Oh, so like upgrade from one that just catches on fire to one that catches on fire and like throws out razor blades and acid too? No, I mean, you know, perfect. Like a little anthrax. The difference between the home appliances. Home appliances are always dodgy. I mean, whenever we leave the house or go on vacation or anything like that, we always make sure the toaster and all that shit is unplugged. Really? Every time you leave the house, you unplug your toaster? Yeah, Julie does actually. The coffee wow. maker and the toaster. All right. The KitchenAid, we don't leave plugged in all the time. So, yeah, pretty much. I mean, because you never know. The KitchenAid is probably safe. It costs 250 bucks or whatever. I mean, it's a nice piece of equipment. But, uh, uh, you know, a plastic coffee maker, I, I don't really trust anyway. But those big stainless steel models that you see in restaurants, those I trust. And you, you could have, like, stepped up to a nice model with because they're looking at, oh, shit, this guy's going to talk about it on his blog or on his podcast or something. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they're worried about. <laughs> like, you have any idea who I am? <laughs> they're, you're, you know, you're going to get this out there, and you're going to make them look bad. And so, you know, giving you a free $200 coffee pot would have been in their best interest. Yeah, no, no, I one one Cuisinart, that's all the chances you get. You try to kill me with fire, <laughs> and you don't get a second chance. I'm moving on. I got a Krups, which has not yet tried to kill me with fire. Okay. You know, I wasn't after him for, like, to sue him or for money or compensation. It was just, like, a, a safety issue, try to, you know, serve my fellow man and let him know about a danger. But, geez, no, I don't want anything to do with him anymore. They're dead to me. I see. It's really, I mean, it was really a very easy decision to make. I know that there's other coffee. It's just running hot water through ground up coffee beans. It's not fucking rocket science. My my choices are not limited. It's never, you can never go, oh, no, wow, but I, I, I'm telling you, I've had, I've had shitty coffee maker after shitty coffee maker for a lot of years. Yeah. Anyway. That one made pretty good coffee. I liked uh, I liked the coffee that came out of that right up until the point where, you know, it became a danger to me and everyone I love. Oh come on, you're overselling it for comedy purposes. All right, not not everyone I love. <laughs> and I understand you overselling it. It is comedy. I mean, that's an important it is, thing. It is pretty but fucking still. funny. But, but still, still, really, I mean, it really was like, well, fuck, I'm not buying another Cuisinart coffee maker ever. That's easy. <laughs> You see, I wouldn't have made that necessarily logical conclusion, I don't think. The funny thing was I kind of realized what was going on into well, I was already into the conversation with the lady from Cuisinart because she was just totally in damage control mode. Oh, let me send you another one. Oh, are you looking for some sort of compensation? You know, what What do I need to do to make you happy? And I'm well, like, you see, right there. I mean, that's $200 professional unit for free. Yeah, so I get it and I sell it to someone and it burns down. I just didn't want anything to do with it. I don't need the hassle of selling a fucking. No, nobody's saying sell it. You use it, but it's a better model than the what you want, the one you probably had. Yeah, it probably is. I just, but I don't want a Cuisinart. I mean, if you had a brand of wa of washing machine, I don't know. You had a Whirlpool washing machine, and the bottom busted out and it flooded your house, and you went to buy the next washing machine. Would you look at Whirlpool? You go, fuck no. But that's not true. I mean, you had an Xbox. Your S Xbox red ringed. Did you say fuck it and go buy a PS3? No, of course you didn't. That's totally not what I'm saying. 
because A, the Xbox didn't do something that was dangerous, and B, no, it's but... not like I could buy a different brand of Xbox. I would have to totally change platforms. Yeah, well, you could buy a different brand of of video game machine. Of course you could. No, 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 that, that's not it. You could buy a Wii, you could buy a PS3. There are other <laughs> yeah, options. I want a piece of shit Wii. <laughs> You're a moron sometimes. No, I'm not. I just say I, I think you're like making this bigger, like black and white deal than it is to me. To me, the model is important. The brand is not really that important because every they have different engineering, like you were saying. It could be the same people making it in a different factory or whatever. Yeah, it could. so it's that model design. So if you get a different model. You're starting over from scratch. You can't say, oh, everything Cuisinart makes is bullshit because no, I'm saying I don't coffee think makers. it is. But let's say, uh, okay, by getting a Cuisinart, I've only increased my chances of a fire by one-tenth of one percent. Well, I can completely eliminate that risk by just going for a different brand. I get exactly the same product. I get hot coffee. It's not like an Xbox. But, but, but that's the thing. Don't you you don't Xbox know that. You, you haven't made that that uh, you haven't done any research into the fire hazard statistics of Krups. For all you know, it's actually a worse coffee maker, but yet you have this placebo effect because you haven't seen it burst into flames yet. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and you're still... I'm risk-adverse. If something like that happens, there's absolutely no upside to going with another Cuisinart. There is a tiny, tiny potential downside. No, the, the upside would be getting a free $200 coffee maker. But that I don't want in my house. Why don't you want it in your house? It doesn't make a difference because it's not the same model. It's still it's still a Cuisinart. It's still the <laughs> it standards still has, are still overseen by the same people. It still has your black, th- your, the, the black taint of doom on it that you've ascribed <laughs> to it, which I think is bullshit, but. All right, I get it. All right, well, you know what? I'll send you mine. It's probably fine. No, I don't want it. I'm saying that, that, but, you know, the better model, the $200 professional one, that's what I would have done. That's all. All right, well, obviously I love my family a lot more than you love yours. <laughs> you don't. That's, that's <laughs> bullshit. For, for getting a slightly upgraded thing, you'll, you'd risk killing your family in a fire. <laughs> the, the sticker on the front of it with the name on it is not what's going to make it catch on fire. This no, is it's the you. shitty wiring inside. <laughs> exactly. That model. It may not be the same wiring in a different model. It may not. Or they might make them all in the same place. And when they your house burns down because of that shitty crups you brought. officer. I don't know. <laughs> when your house burns down with that shitty crups, don't come crawling to me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if the crups burns my house down, I can at least go, Jesus, I tried to get a different model that didn't burst into flames. It's not like I kept going for the pyromania delight. <laughs> So you've got your new coffee maker. You're able to I've got, and it works, and, I, and yeah. yet somehow it still doesn't help your game playing at, at all. It, it does not give me enough caffeine to beat you at Battleship. Well, there you go. You know what? We've listened to a lot of cool music this year, and I think that we should revisit this episode and to start things off. Let's dedicate a little song to my coffee maker to my <laughs> whole morning. Let's, let's listen to MC Front a lot. Sing uh, "Disaster." This is a good one from back in episode 44 uh, when we featured the uh, new CD at the time, Zero Day, that this comes off of. This song also features Beefy, who was a guest on the show in episode 47. So, Yeah, and cover art by Jonan Vasquez of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac fame. Awesome. 
Set up the mics, turn up the volume. Everybody present, say here when I call you. Schaefer, yup. Beef, hello. Bought three movie tickets, got the front row. Act one. Howard Plucky, Heroes Hometown. Middle Americana, not a problem to be found. A single dad of one son with a dog, just trying his best to make ends meet as a disaster scientist. One day, he stumbles upon some horrifying evidence. Our hero decides I must inform the president. Even though you seem to know exactly what you talk about, I don't think at this point in the plot I am gonna hear you out. Washington's in fallout, can't return to my home. The slash floods, earthquakes, I pick up the red phone. You get this ragtag team made of washed up Marines and Dr. Jenny Marie. She studies weather extreme. It's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster. Act two, molten lava is chasing them around. Big blue bolts of lightning spring up from underground. But our hero and his team have some hope for a cure. If we can just get this crew into the center of the earth, we can install a nuclear device and detonate it. My findings indicate that this will stave off devastation. I might have given in to my pride that is my sin. But take this check and shake my hand, because you can always trust the whites again. Sir, you won't regret it. Launch your finest satellite. Arm it with the laser cannon aimed upon the blast site to activate the nuke. But the clock is counting down. We need to act fast as our time is running out. Meanwhile. Hurricanes, tidal waves, floods Sun flares cause it to seem to rain blood The president just got crushed by an asteroid And the plucky hero's son Run faster, boy! It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster, it's a disaster Whenever you got three nerd rappers It's a disaster Sun makes it, dog doesn't. Odds may be stacked against the team they discuss it. A last ditch effort hangs heavy on our hero's mind. Blowing up the planet is the only hope for humankind. And who is leading later? There is something I must say. Hey, you and me, Kuwait, I want to have another yesterday. Sources say the Kremlin can take us into orbit. Go to space, fix the lasers in the Earth, we can't restore it. That's it? A crazy plan, but we have to try. The time is nigh, gather up supplies, we must survive. Head out for Russia in a little rowboat. Get menaced by glaciers, almost bite it, but don't at the last moment. To decision. To be made, there's the love of the boy. Only one can get saved. If he thinks too long, the whole globe is in peril. If you don't shed a tear at the end, your heart's sterile. It's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster, it's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. Whenever you got three nerd rappers, it's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. It's It ruled my new all-time favorite movie ever. How could you possibly Just think that? awful. It was a little effects-heavy, but a very smart script. Well-acted, plausible. It was a preposterous Abysmal. film. It was asinine. It was other big words for bad. I want my 14 bucks back. You didn't, you didn't pay for the ticket. I don't know why I saw it two times before this. This is MC Front a lot. You are listening to The Bone Bat Show. Bone Bat! Rock, paper, scissors. So one, two, three.
And yeah, then we one, call two, out what three. it is. Okay. Call it out. And we're going to do what? Five, seven, what? You said best of seven. That sounds fine with me. All right. I'm actually making the, the, the symbol with my hand. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that. That's good. Less good for podcasting than you might imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. One, One two, two, three. three. Rock. Paper. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Point Gordon. Okay, ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Paper. Paper. It's a tie. One, One two, two, three. three. Scissors. Paper. Oh, you bastard. That's three of them. That's a one apiece, right? Yeah, it's it's tied 1-1. One, one. We, we've done three so far. But we're doing best of seven, right? So the tie doesn't matter. That gets Oh, the tie doesn't count, so we've really only done two. Right. I think okay. so. Because we have to get to a point where one of us wins. Okay. Okay. Ready? Or I win. <laughs> one. <laughs> Wait, <I'm laughing. laughs> one. One, two, two three. three. Paper. Paper. Why again? Ready? Ready? One, One two, two, three, three rock. Paper. Oh, yes. <laughs> Up to one. Okay. Ready? One, One two, two, three, scissors. <laughs> two, two. Okay. One, One two, two, three, three paper. paper. <laughs> this is really ridiculous. <laughs> One, One, two, two three, three, scissors. Oh, no, you're up. Fuck. All right. So that's five. We only got two left. Right. One, One two, two, three, three paper. paper. Oh, God, you're killing me. <laughs> Ready? One, One two, two, three, three scissors. Rock. Yeah. Oh. So this is it. Three, three. Wow. Man, best of seven. Okay. One, two, three, rock. <laughs> I'm actually sweating. <laughs> I have perspired through my hoodie. <laughs> On my nuts. <laughs> One. <laughs> what? I'm laughing. Okay, ready? Okay. One, One two, two, three, three paper. paper. <laughs> Right. Ready? You ready? One, two, three, rock. Paper. Yes! Son of a bitch! That's it. That is it. In your face! God damn it! I can't believe you beat me at rock, scissors, paper. Suck it! Unbelievable. Yeah. We are tied up now. We are. Your battleship foo is strong, but your rock, paper, scissors foo <laughs> is no match for mine. That really pisses me off. Yeah, is that what pisses you off? That is what pisses me off. Well, I'm sure there's more than that that pisses me off. How about you? you? Know what pisses me off? What pisses you off? I'm I'm feeling good now after beating you, but I'm going to be pissed off um, on behalf of other people. Okay. This doesn't affect me directly, but it still it pisses me off. Why is it that you can get a band aid in my skin color? Because I'm basically Caucasian. I'm I'm a little darker than you. You're kind of like the color of a fish belly, and I'm I'm a little browner than that. But what? we're basically the same I'm color. I'm way swarthier than you are. That's ridiculous. You don't even hold a tan. You're in Seattle, man. You don't see the sun. I am darker I do not, than you right but in now. our natural states, what I've got like some Italian state? in me. 
I, I'm definitely swarthier than you are. You got darker a, hair and more you're of a it. Honky. But that we're not talking skin color. You're a honky like you read about. <laughs> anyway, my point is we're both we're both white boys, yes, right? Okay. So you know what? You go and buy yourself a band-aid or a box of band-aids. They come in either garish colors or white boy colors. Why can you not buy band-aids in darker skin tone colors? That pisses me off. <laughs> How do you know you can't? I don't you see never them. leave your white ass neighborhood. That's your problem. Maybe <laughs> if you actually tried to go to the ghetto and buy a band-aid, you'd learn a little something. Yeah, maybe so. I I've lived some 40 some years and I have yet to see a band-aid that is a darker shade of skin color. Maybe I need to branch out. But I, you know, I live in a very uh, politically correct town. I would think that <laughs> they would have all the you rainbow. You live in a town. You live in a neighborhood that's known as Tony. <laughs> I know. This was what made me think of it. I was watching Monday Night Football, and this dude has a big old Band-Aid on his arm, and he's got dark skin, and it's like a pink Band-Aid. I'm like, wow, don't they have any Band-Aids that are dark, or are you just stuck with pink? That pisses me off. Surely, the if those Band-Aids were available, the NFL would have them. I Wouldn't would, you think? I would think so, yeah. Pisses me off. Come on, Band-Aid people. You need to step up your game. Make some other colors. Interesting. What pisses you off? <laughs> okay. That it's not Band-Aid color. No, you know what's pissing me off this week in Nintendo? I thought you liked Nintendo. I generally do like Nintendo. But a couple of weeks ago, they put out a brand new disc for the Wii that is called Super Mario All-Stars. All right. And for like 30 bucks, you could get like the first four Super Mario Brothers games, the original games that you could play on the Wii, and it came with an extra disc that was uh, the soundtrack from like a whole bunch of different Mario music. That's pretty cool, right? Sure. So I go into Fry's, and I see it there right when it comes out, and it's, it's only 30 bucks. but I had bought Black Ops a few weeks before. And speaking of things that piss people off, nothing pisses off Ska Mama more than when I buy shit for myself right before Christmas. <laughs> Oops. She fucking hates that, right? Yeah. So I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I just bought Black Ops. I told Julie I wouldn't buy any more shit for myself until after Christmas so I don't buy Super Mario because I figure it's going to be around in a week or two. So it turns out it's limited edition and poof, they're all gone. Oh. And now, like, you can only buy them on eBay for, like, 75 bucks. It's total oh. bullshit. <laughs> and it was sitting oh. there on the shelf at Fry's for 30 bucks, and I didn't buy it because I was using undue restraint. See, that's what happens when you try to do the right thing. Yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. I'm so It totally sucks. And so now I don't have that. And I mean, you know, yeah, you can still download it through WiiWare or whatever, which, you know, you download it to the hard drive thing and you can still play the games individually, but having it all in one nice archival unit would have been a cool thing. Dang. Sorry to hear that. So that pisses me off. That sucks, man. Should we go into another tune? Yeah. One of my favorite interviews we did this year was with Warp 11. Yeah, that was a fantastic interview. That was so much fun. Let's do a Warp 11 song. Let's do it. How about uh, Jim Beam Me Up off I Don't Want to Go to Heaven as Long as There Are Vulcans in Hell. Yeah.
So you only have the SMG, the CQB, and the Assault class, right? Right. All right, so I will only use one of those classes. It's a free-for-all. Ow. 
Oh, that's not a good start at all. Victory. Score limit reached. Score limit yes! reached. Yes. <laughs> I win the first round because you didn't set it up right. I'm taking that I... victory. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. How was that even possible? That's genius. I don't know what you did, wow. but keep on doing it. And it was a headshot, too. You're really good at this. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to edit wanna, some uh, settings. You want to fix that up. <laughs> yeah. Score limit, 1,000 points. Yeah, I got a one a single 1,000-point kill. That was awesome. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. Because it says there, uh, I have 1,000 points. Let's try that again. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to defeat all that stand before me, by the way. Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. Man, you ran away like a frightened little kitten. Oh, oh that was a rough time to reload. That was a sucky time to reload, indeed. I guess I still don't have the uh, perks right, because I should have got a spy plane up for one kill. No, you changed it to two kills. Oh, did I? All right. Yep. I think you did. I don't know what I did. I know I filled you full of lead, though. Come back here! Hell no. I just killed that mannequin. That mannequin's blood is on your hands. Payback. Killed the enemy who killed you. Wow. This is a quick match at three minutes. There you go. Ah, you got me. You like that? That was with your gun, too. Was I stole it off your corpse? You pried it from my cold dead fingers. I did. All right, so Gord won round one with a kill count of two to one. Two to one. But I had three deaths. I killed death I ratio off a ledge and two broke my leg. Point oh. I got twice as many kills as you did on that game. <laughs> you did. But you've put in like 50 times as much time into this game as I have, so. Nah, I don't think that's fair. You'd it's almost More like better. 200 times. <laughs> You'd almost better. My only regret is that you spent so much time hiding, I couldn't kill you more. I spets all over my gnats. <laughs> I wonder if three minutes is long enough for all these tense silences. <laughs> distill it down into actual action. We must be like exactly opposite each other on the map. Oh. That was kind of cowardly. Just one shot and then you ran away? Well, no. I wasn't going to stay where you could know exactly where I was. 
Well, you could try shooting me and killing me instead of just firing into the ether and running away. I haven't seen you yet. You seem to be hiding in a closet somewhere. I've come out of the closet. I've run around the map like twice and... Oh! Ah! Really? That's brutal. These games are not long enough if you're going to be a hiding little... I'm not trying to hide. I've been running around the map, like oh, I said. Oh, sure you have. Where are you? This is the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> These little three-minute games are weak sauce. All right, but that leaves us with... We are tied. Tied at 1-1, one, one, so... That's kind of where you want to be, right? This is the game for all the marbles. Alright, this is it. What exactly is a game shake? I don't know. Waiting for your game shake, it said as it was loading. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh! There you go! Knife! Knife to the face! Dang! That is the way you start the game. Sticking a knife in Steve's big, stupid face. Big, stupid? That's very nice. <laughs> you hear me calling you any names? No, you're a better person than I am. Not necessarily a better gamer, but a better person. Yeah. Yeah. Did you detonate that in the house? Well, the idea is that you were going to come following me. Oh. How'd that work in out? In that doorway. I don't know. It was worth a It was worth a grenade to find it, out. It was a good gambit. You could easily have chased me that way. Where the hell are you? I'm not in the middle by the bus. Where You're are not. you? You are not. Out in the middle by the bus. Which definitely am. That's me, I'm the bus driver. Stabbed again! Ah, oh, damn it. I'm I'm very unhealthy at this point. You ought to know that. Damn it. What do you get for three kills? An RCXD, not an RC Cola. And the RCXD is kind of tough to drive down the stairs. I just got it. Boom! Damn. Well, I got smoked that time, so. Looks like you've got me on Black Ops. Congratulations. That was tense. If I would have lost a Black Ops, I don't know how I would have lived with myself. <laughs> Four kills to none. Brutal. And two of them were with the knife. Ouch. Two in a row, man? I am on a roll. And I totally yes. had you on the ropes at first. Yeah, at first. We knew, we knew going into this one you 
really didn't stand a chance. Yeah, the, the odds were in your favor. You're much better at this game generally. But I, I, I had a puncher's chance there for a minute. Yeah, you clearly were I choked. Briefly. Clearly I choked. Yeah. Then I started playing with both hands and my eyes open and <laughs> crushing. So Black three Ops, games war. in, it's Gord 2, Steve 1. Yes. And once again, that was Warp 11 from back in episode 39 of the Bone Bat Show. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, Black Ops, it's a war game, and we all know what Von Kloschwitz said about war. So let's talk politics here. I'm not going to go was into it, a really big, long I thing. don't know about war, but I know what I like. Yeah, Is that's that what, what he said. said. Okay. Except he said it in German. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep hearing, you know, since the election and the Republicans gained a bunch of seats, I keep hearing about how it's a whole new thing and that the Democrats have to go along with Republicans and, oh, my God, we can't do that because the Republicans are in power and the Republicans are in charge now. La, 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 la. I couldn't help but notice that the executive branch of the government is still controlled by the Democrats. Yes. The legislative branch has two two houses. It's got well, it's got the House and the Senate, right? Mm-hmm. And the Republicans control the majority of that? No. No, I don't believe so. They they hold a slim majority in one of the two uh houses in the legislative branch. They don't control the executive branch. And they don't control the judicial branch. So when you hear the Democrats bitching and moaning and whining and tearing their hair about how they can't do things that maybe you wanted them to do or maybe you didn't want them to do, I want you to remember that the Democrats are a bunch of fucking pussies because they still have the majority. (laughs) But no one seems to want to mention that. So they're taking the easy way out. They're going to play the victim role. Oh, no, we can't. We can't do anything. I guess we're just going to have to borrow $700 billion from the Chinese and give it to the richest 1% of America because, come on. And do those numbers, huh? Richest 1% of Americans. 1% of those people are getting all this money that we're borrowing from the Chinese because the Republicans control one half of one half of the three branches of our government. Yeah. Suck it, Democrats. I do not believe you. <laughs> that is my political rant. Well, and how come the Democrats didn't get sh- more shit done when they had the hammer? Yeah. They can't get out of their own way. That's that's my question. I mean, you know, they, they had everything lined up, but uh, it doesn't seem like as much got done as you would have expected. I don't know. They're a lot like the Republicans are when it comes to state politics out here in California. Republicans finally set themselves up with the majority in anything, and they won't be able to get out of their own way, and it will all fall apart for them. <laughs> because they spent all the time gloating. They spent yeah, pretty much. Two years gloating about how they had the hammer, and then nothing, shit didn't get done, and now shit still won't get done because of gridlock. Yeah, so nothing is ever going to get done, essentially. That's how that works. That's how it works. Politics is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's listen to music. Let's listen to some more music. How about our good friends, the Pine Box Boys? Another excellent interview, if I do say. I do say. From back that was in- a hot sauce on the wall interview. Yeah, back from episode 50 when we uh, spoke with them. This is uh, Mr. Skeleton from the CD Stab. 
on a hill about a mile out of town. They found her old man dead in another woman's bed, and old Mary's old world came crashing down. She bit the finger off her hand that wore the shiny wedding band and sat there in the cold to wait to die. Then who could say what sparkled more, the diamonds on the ring she wore, the shimmer of the frozen tears she cried then through the mist on Mr. Skeleton. I guess you're coming. the will to play. Lester T. Raw of the Pine Box Boys, and you are listening to the Bone Bat Show. You talk about the Oscars, the Independent Spirit Awards, the Tonys, the Emmys, the Grammys, and of course, the Slammys. But next year, it's the fourth annual Black Academy Awards. And right now, voting is going on over at DeadLantern.com. And Drunken Zombie has been nominated in the best podcast category. So head on over to DeadLantern.com, place your vote for Drunken Zombie, because Drunken Zombie is the best in the world at what they do. And without all you Drunken Zombie fans all over the world, we would not be nominated here at Drunken Zombie. Because of you, we are nominated. Drunken Zombie likes to thank you for all that. And remember, DeadLantern.com, vote for Drunken Zombie. Massive. fruit bat <laughs> okay so game four is on the ipod slash android we will be playing fruit ninja 
Are we you will. ready, Gordon? This is classic mode, correct? Classic mode. Okay. We're going to be going head-to-head, so to speak. On your marks? I'm playing a game on my droid. Steve's playing the same game on his Steve Jobs device. We're not actually in the same game. We will merely be shouting out our scores at each other. Exactly. There are more than 200 billion coconuts harvested each year <laughs> from Steve's anus. Okay. Ready? Ready. Three, two, one. Slice. Oh, double orange. Nice. Bomb! Bombs always happen at six. I got the wave background. What background do you have going on? I have the wooden wall because I'm austere in my ninjury. Hmm. Critical. Oh, you got a critical? Already. That's tough. I, have Ooh, not... I just dropped a passion fruit, dude. What? I'm going to get a dragon fruit. Just you watch. Oh, ooh, that was close. I'm up to 20 now. Critical. Oh, what, how are you getting all these criticals? Good slicing, dude. Kiwi. Don't mean to insult you New Zealand fans, but I just chopped a kiwi. Got the three fruit combo. Wasn't that your first porn movie? Three fruit combo myself. As the fruit ninja. Oh, 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 oh. There's a critical hit. 93. Three bombs and a lime. Oh, God. I dropped one. Oh, I hit a bomb. 97 and I hit a bomb. Damn it. Shit. 83. Yes. You won. That's it. I am Fruit Ninja Master. You win the tournament then. That's three games to one. Yes. Fruit Ninja, I am the Bone Battle Champion. The Bone Battle Champion for 2011. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. You, uh, I'd like to thank the little people who helped me get here. You definitely had the games going in your favor this year. All right, so multimedia triage. Triage, what have you been into this uh, holiday season, this Christmas break? Well, you know, for Christmas, we got to connect. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> it is pretty awesome, actually. So, Connect, for those of you who aren't aware, is a... <laughs> for those of you who live in a cave. Right. I'd like to send a shout-out uh, to our cave-dwelling Controller year. for the uh, Xbox 360 that basically you don't use a controller. It, it, it kind of sticks. It's a camera that sits on the top of the TV, and it can basically see you, and so you wave your arms around, and you can do different activities... And it will actually register. It's it's almost creepy how good it is at it. Because like you'll you'll wave your hand and you can move your hand to the side. You kind of swipe from uh, right to left in order to make menus go by. Now, do you do like a big swipe, or, or you just kind of lift your finger up and gesture like you're telling? Just kind of with your with your hand, kind of just waving it. And it it really works kind of cool. And it's the neat thing about it is there's a game called that comes with it. It's called Connect Adventures. And so you can do a bunch of kind of, you know, uh, activity type of things. Like the the one that we've been playing a lot of, there's an obstacle course. And there's this one thing where you're like in a raft floating down a river. And if you physically jump, the raft will jump over rocks and logs and stuff in the river. Is it that Star Trek game, The Raft of Khan? Yes, it's, it's that. 
I thought so. Actually, it's not that at all. Anyway, the, but the interesting thing is it can kind of recognize you. Like if I if during the game I wander off the screen and say my son steps in, it'll switch avatars. It knows it's him. That's cool. Yeah, it's really kind of neat. And so, it, you know, it'll do that. And um, the, the games that we got for it were this Connect Adventures where you can kind of play together, jump and stuff, and collect, an, you know, kind of coins like a Mario sort of thing as you go down this rapid, these rapids. And that's a lot of fun. There's an obstacle course where you have to d- duck left and right as, as uh, like, these paddle things swing for your head and you have to duck beneath them and stuff like that. You're on a track like a roller coaster. And uh, it's it's really cool game. And then uh, Dance Central was the one I got for my wife. Mm-hmm. A, you know, she likes that sort of thing, and it's it's sure, pretty it's damn neat. Life. What it'll do is like it it kind of breaks down the dance moves for you, and so you follow along with it. And then at one point, it will actually take a picture of you dancing, <laughs> and it will show like freestyle. And then you see your family dancing on the screen is pretty hilarious. So it's a it's a lot neater than I thought it was going to be. I still don't know. Like it seems like some of the games like. We also got Connect Sports, and it's fun, but it's it's just like Wii Sports was, essentially. Yeah. So I think that the game that will really shift a lot of units it hasn't been created yet, but there's a potential there for this device that is pretty damn neat. But I you suppose know, so. I just I still don't see anything or anything you've described makes me want it. I don't want to get out of my chair. Yeah, you well, and you don't. After a hard day's work, if you want to come home and play Call of Duty, the last thing you want to do is jump around your living room. Yeah, but there I don't are want to dive over my sofa and take cover behind the cushions. <laughs> exactly, but you know there are times in certain games, like you know, Julie can play Dance Central. Essentially, it's you know she could do a workout with it, and it would actually be fairly functional for that, much better than you know some of the previous iterations, like Wii Fit was. I think, you know, because that was basically you could do yoga, but that was about it. And with this, you could actually get your heart beat up and and do something with it. So it's pretty damn cool. And I'm interested to see what kind of games they will have coming down the pike. I mean, you know, once Connect Sutra comes out. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I hear Microsoft is just squashing anything that uh, starts coming out that's uh, remotely adult for the (laughs) Connect. You saw that cartoon on Penny Arcade, right? Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, I saw the news in the uh, online today that there was some sort of connect grope a girl game or something <laughs> that was coming out, and Microsoft just stomped all over it. Yeah, I, I would didn't think stop so. Fox News from trying to scare parents with it. But well, the the interesting thing about the whole thing is, I mean, the Wii has been much more of like the family platform. With yeah. all the Mario games and Kirby's Epic Yarn and, you know, the sports activity type of games. While the Xbox 360, I mean, they haven't had very good kids licenses. So yeah. it's, it's been like Call of Duty and Left 4 Dead and things like that. More hardcore gamer fair. And I think this is going to open up that platform, the 360, to more like younger kids. With things like Connect Animals, Connectimals or whatever and stuff like that. They're going to have an ability to come up with some games that actually appeal to kids more so than what they've had previously. They better not combine the the Connect Sutra with the Connect Animals because that's <laughs> illegal in at least forty eight states. I, I would think so. Yeah. So what else? Uh, we went and saw Tron Legacy last weekend. So I good, liked it. Bad. I liked it. We went and saw it in IMAX. So mm-hmm. it was total eye candy, three D eye candy, popping out at you. 
I mean, the story is no great shakes, but it looked great. And the soundtrack by Daft Punk, I mean, it sounded really cool. And so I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Daft I've been saying Daft, Daft Punk forever. I think, I think they're European, so I've always said Daft, but I can. Oh. Anyway, um, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it with the family. So I don't know. I mean, it's, I, I don't know if it would win an Academy Awards for storytelling, but it was it was a fun movie. And I'm glad I saw it. Well, bully for that. I just saw uh, True Grit. Oh, I want to see that so bad. Yeah, see it. It's good. You will not be disappointed. I love Coen Brothers really did a good job with that movie. I love me some Coen Brothers. I mean, Raising Arizona and Miller's Crossing are two of my favorite movies. They managed to keep uh, a lot of humor in the movie. There are a lot of uh, real dry humor moments in the movie. Still some good uh, hard, fast violence. Good story. The whole thing was good, except, and I'm not giving anything away here, except there was one scene that was so laughably bad people in the audience were like what <laughs> really? this scene the the girl rides her horse across the stream and she is wet up to her neck the horse is wet up to its neck she is wet up to her neck the camera follows her she's soaking wet she pops out of the water and camera changes angles and she's completely dry <laughs> <laughs> like it just poof. And people in the audience are like, wait, what? She's dry. And people are like, calling, calling bullshit on the movie right there in the theater. It was, huh, that's funny. Yeah, it was like such a huge miss. I don't know how they missed that. But aside from that, that one moment of, uh, of oopsie, it was a good movie. See oh, it. cool. Yeah, I really want to see it. I'm, like I said, I'm a big fan. And I hear that a lot of the – that a big portion of the dialogue is like taken verbatim from the book. Wouldn't surprise me. It has very old sound to it. Now, I don't even remember seeing... I'm sure I saw the original with John Wayne when I was a kid, but I don't remember very much about it. Did you... You don't? You you don't remember the corn dodgers? I can't eat these. They have blood on them. No. He's all drunk and he falls off his horse. We we camp here. You don't... No, I I don't remember it at all. So, like, so you remember it well enough to compare the two? eh, It wouldn't be a good comparison because, you know, I saw it on TV when I was... I wonder how old I was. I was probably too young to be watching stuff like that. I was probably like nine years old. So it wouldn't be a very fair comparison. But I remember really liking the movie as a kid. And I remember really liking the movie as an adult. Hmm, okay. So that's that's about as far as I can go. Something else I enjoyed as a kid was the Chronicles of Narnia books. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one was the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, the one to yeah. get on the ship. And I was pretty excited to actually see that movie with my kids. And boy, was that a hunk of crap. (laughs) Prince Caspian was a hunk of crap. Yeah, I didn't even see Prince Caspian. I knew it was going to be a hunk of crap. This hunk of crap. The only good thing in that movie was there was a scene with a sea monster. Mm. And it was an awesome sea monster. A really scary and creepy giant sea monster, which also fights a dragon. So the sea monster dragon battle... Great, everything else, crap, don't bother. <laughs> okay. You know, and the the other thing I'm watching, because I love getting into things after they're already done, is I just started watching Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. And watching the discs. Have you cool. seen that? I have not. I've seen a couple episodes, like, in continuity, so I, I didn't really catch on as to what was going on in the story. Yeah, but it I is something I want to go back and revisit because it, it looks really good, what I've seen. 
Yeah, it's about a, a high school chemistry teacher, just Mr. Um, boring, bland, white bread, suburban schlub. And he finds out that he's got cancer and he doesn't have long to live. So to, to set his family up, to make some money to set aside for them so they can, they can carry on without him, he gets into the, uh, the meth business. And so it's, it's a cool setup. I mean, you've got this guy and he's teamed up with one of his former pupils who's this just dumbass, ne'er-do-well meth dealer. Mm-hmm. And this guy's a chemistry teacher, so he can make really good meth. Like all chemistry teachers can, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, the other guy sells it and hijinks ensue. Dark humor, tense. You know, it's not really a comedy, but there, there are things that you laugh at, the development of the characters. It's cool. I'm... I don't know, five or six episodes into it. I recommend it. Yeah, it's definitely something I'm going to go back to and, and check out. And then uh, Video Game World, we actually, you and I both got three games on the Xbox that are child-friendly, that don't yes. include the Connect. Yeah, uh, all Xbox Live games. We got Elo Milo, A World of Keflings, and Rascals. Yes. And we got them together. <laughs> Well, yes. Well, they, because we had actually played Rascals and Elo Milo at PAX. That's right. Rascals is the one, the little skull guys that sort of race Tetris style down through the bricks, breaking bricks as they go. Not a whole hell of a lot to it. Just kind of a fun little multiplayer race game. It's colorful. It's cute. It's fun to change the, the different Rascals that you use as a race. Now, do have you noticed that... You can also use for your little icon guys. You can also use Elo Milo and uh, Kefling. Yeah, that's why we got them all together. All right, three yeah. of these games take content from each other and slap them in if you own all three. Which is pretty darn cool. Which is kind of cool, yeah. yeah. So, in yeah, Rascals, like you said, you can race other the characters from the other games. And there's also a single-player campaign, which is yeah, kind of like a low-budget Castle Crashers. And uh, and then World of Keflings. This is like a real-time strategy game without a, any actual combat. I, You're a giant, and it's your, your own icon, your own, uh, what do you call it, your avatar yeah. from Xbox Live. So you whatever your guy looks like is actually in this world. And then you boss around all these little, little people to make them make things and fetch things and build things. And I don't know. Me personally... Not my cup of tea, but my kids sat down and played that game together cooperatively, working out the division of labor. So both their avatars are these big giants making their Keflings, uh, you know, slave away for them. <laughs> and you can also abuse the Keflings. You can kick them around. So they did that too. <laughs> well, that's. I wonder if you have like a different dynamic with two boys versus our household with a boy and a girl. So my daughter is like trying to, you know... Build things up and be nurturing, and Thad is trying to stick Keflings in the fire <laughs> and in the water. <laughs> yes, yeah, my kids. Well, if it was you and me, you know, we'd be like totally trying to screw the other person up the whole time, right? But my kids actually work together. So, like together, they would have the Keflings build the house. Together, they would put the Keflings in the fire. Together, they would take <laughs> the Keflings into the sea. <laughs> Well, it's funny, though, because the other game we got, Elo Milo, is much more uh, 
of a collaborative type of a thing. This is a game where you have these two really cute little characters. And basically you have to negotiate through a cube maze, a 3D cube maze, and then switch back and forth between the two characters in order to accomplish uh, getting your two characters together. So they'll start out at either end of this maze that's made up of a bunch of cubes that are hooked together. And you can the world will have different uh, possibilities, like there are some cubes that will expand into a bridge. Some cubes will allow you to walk sideways on them. Some yeah, the whole cubes, game will flip on its axis, too. Yeah. Move and, 90 degrees. And so, like you, a, yeah, you'll, you'll try to move to a place where then your, your uh, partner can also move to meet you in the middle so you can have tea or whatever it is that Elo Milos do. Yeah. And My kids... I don't know. Were you kids into that one? Mine they dug the shit out of it. That was the night that we got the three games. That was the one that they played the most. Really? And the kind of cool thing is that while one person is doing their part of the puzzle, the other person can be playing the bongo drums. Right, or various instruments that pop out of right, the Right, which is just kind of really cute and really fun. I think it's the best-looking game of the three. Yeah, it As far as just, you know, really awesome 3D cuteness. It almost looks like it's, like it's made out of... Uh, knitting and watercolors yeah yeah it just it has a, a really great unique look to it but uh i i like that one that one was my favorite i like rascals but like you said rascals after you've played about five games then i, I was kind of starting to get a little bit bored with it keflings the kids played more than i did i never really got into it so i don't feel like i spent enough time with it to say but it wasn't really my cup of tea because it just seemed like Kind of like Sims, like you're building things, yeah. but but why at the end of the day? If you that, can't blow Steve up, why play the yeah, game? Yeah, so that, you know, not a huge appeal for me. But Elo Milo, I just, both the cuteness and the solving puzzles to get your little characters together, I found that really appealing. So that was my favorite of the three. Yeah, you know, my kids played a World of Keflings for hours. That was their number one. Interesting. My, yeah, so my personal one favorite would be Elo Milo just because it was the only one that was really had any kind of challenge to it as a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess Rascals had a bit of a challenge to you know, try to get things done quickly, but in a Super Mario Brothers kind of way. <laughs> but there, there's a sort of a randomness to Rascals that kind of like uh, blur a little bit where you can be leading the whole way and then you get smoked at the end. And yeah. then you're just like, well, what the hell? But it's still very fun. Yeah. So are you reading anything? Uh, actually, I am reading something. I am reading book two of Patrick Rothfuss, The Wise Man's Fear, the sequel to Name of the Wind. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know there was a sequel yet. <laughs> there isn't yet. There's only, as I understand it, only 227 of the advanced copies in the world. Look at you. Yeah. And You're you know special. what? I'm really enjoying revisiting those characters. Well, you kind of hated the way the first one. Yeah, remember up. there was there was like a chapter or two chapters that really bothered the shit out of me about that book. But overall, I liked it, and the characters are still great. Kvothe is great. The uh, the characters, his friends that he deals with in school, he's back in university and he's learning what in that world is ma- the magic of that world in the Arcanum, and yeah. uh, it's very good so far. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. Well, I'm reading uh, Bill Bryson's latest tome, At Home. Hey, I met him a couple of months ago. He came and signed At Home at our work. 
wow, does he? I got to like chat like with him writes? for an hour. Yeah. Does you, if you ask him his name, does he think it's an essay question? No, no, no. <laughs> he's not. He's not like that. No, it's not that bad. I mean, but that's what he's an essayist. So you want that from him, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But Jesus, the 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 premise behind this book is he's he's in his house and he lives in an old house in England and he goes, hmm, how come this house is like it is? Where did all this stuff come from? Why is electricity like it is? Why do we have light bulbs? And he goes like from room to room in the house and gives you a complete history of how things came eventually, you know, why you eventually have a, you know, dining room and starts with the the Romans leaving England and taking their chairs with cushions and their plumbing and their heat with them and the Britons just being little better than cavemen after the Romans left and how they get from point A to point B. It's kind of cool. You learn a lot of interesting stuff, but golly, that reading that guy's books, it's just like every time you get to anything, he opens up a great big can of facts and just starts pouring it into your head with no space in between each fact. It's, it's, it's a lot of information to digest. <laughs> really rapidly and my brain gets full well his his earlier stuff is a lot lighter my, my favorite of his works is a walk in the woods where he and a friend uh, section hike the appalachian trail oh yeah and his friend gets raped by the guy oh wait that's something else you know that's yeah that's Squeal like a piggy deliverance but oh. i see how you could get the two conf- no i don't see that at all <laughs> But yeah, it's a great book and it's very funny because this friend of his is kind of nutty and, you know, just how the the people they meet on the trail and he, the way he observes kind of life going on around him, there's a lot of humor to it and it's, it's really an enjoyable book. But yeah, I, I looked at home over a little bit and I flipped to the bedroom chapter and there wasn't enough sex in it. So, <laughs> well, the gist of it is this. Of really the whole book, I can sum it up pretty quickly. Okay, uh, for ver- most of recorded human history in England, at least, it really, really sucked to be alive. <laughs> Unless you were a noble, and then it only just sucked a lot to be alive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of at home, it should have been titled "Well, this sucks," because <laughs> man, we we got it good now. We. We are soft, comfortable people now. Well, cool. Was there anything else? Nope, that's all. All right, well, how about another tune, man? Let's do it. The single happiest song. I don't even like happy, but there's some songs that are just so happy you can't help but like them. Happiest song, probably the happiest band we we interviewed, too. Uh, Anamanaguchi and their song Blackout City. From episode 53.
This is Pete from Monomonoguchi, and you're listening to the Bone Bat Show. Yeah. All right, so just for just for grins, let's play some zombie dice. See let's if do you can this. win more than one. Okay. All right. So we we can't can all be it. battleship. So this is uh, zombie dice from Steve Jackson Sorry. Games, a game which was also used in the Omega Thon this year. All right, dude. You ready? All right. So zombie okay, dice. Ahead. You have uh, each die has escaping footsteps, zombie brains, or shotgun blasts. You want the brains. You do not want to be blasted with those shotguns because exactly. you are the zombie. First one to 13 brains wins. So, Gordon, would you do the honors since, uh, I guess, winner's outs? Yes, I will do the honors. Here we go. I'm dropping things. I'm drawing three dice out of my great big cup. I got a green brain, a yellow brain, and a yellow shotgun blast. So I'll leave all those up there. I'm going to grab three more dice. What wait? What did you have there? Green brain, yellow brain, so two yellow brains, shotgun blast. Two brains, one shotgun. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Oh, I got two shotgun blasts and two green feet running away. Brutal. Okay. Getting three dice out of my great big. Oh, no, no, I'm going again. I'm picking up my two feet running away. What? You already got three shotgun blasts. No, no, no. That that roll was. Two feet, one blast. So now oh, I have two okay, blasts okay, total. Gotcha. Two blasts, two brains. Here we go. Keep going. Oh, two more brains and a footstep. I'm I'm staying yep. at four. You're staying at four. Okay, so that's yep. four brains. Got it. See, had I got that third shotgun blast, I would have no brains. You would have I would zero. Have, I would yeah. have lost everything. All right, point. I got a one shotgun, one green shotgun blast, and uh, two, one yellow feet, one green feet. Getting another die out of the cup. Isn't that a, like a Christmas song? Green feet, do, 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 shotgun Got one blast. brain and a second shotgun blast at this point. You knew, chance it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to chance it. Okay. So I only have one, so. Pride cometh before the shotgun blast. Ah, shotgun blast. I got another brain, too, so I'm out. So that means I got zero brains for this round. Zero. <laughs> Four zero. Here we go. Some good sound effects I'm making right there. Oh, all three green dice, too. I got a brain and two footsteps. Okay. I think I'll go again. Got two more brains and a footstep. One of those brains is red. Going again. Got three brains. Ooh. Two green shotgun blasts and a yellow footstep. I'll stop at three. That's three brains? Yep. Which puts you up up at seven. seven. So it's seven to none. Okay. So I'm getting out my three dies. Two shotgun blasts and one green brain. Holy shit. Oh, All right, boy, I'm going to take the brain. Problem. So I'm going to stop here. Uh, That'll so put me one at point. one to seven. Seven to one. Gordon's lead. Seven to one. Here we go. Oh, man. One of each. Brain, a shotgun blast, and running feet. Okay. I'm going again. Oh, three shotgun blasts. That, that's four Brutal. shotgun blasts on that round. That is so nothing. That's, that's going to take you off, at least put you in a holding pattern for a minute. Maybe I can yeah. catch up a little bit here. All right. Oh, painful. Two brains and a yellow shotgun blast. Well, if you stop now, you'd triple your score. <laughs> Two more brains. That puts me at four brains and a feet. A feet. A pair of feet. And I'm out. 
That's three oh. shotgun blasts and five brains. Shit, I should have stopped. Oh, you sh- Oh, Steve. Uh, this ain't battleship. Can't do that. Oh, one brain and two shotgun blasts. I'll just stop. I'll take that brain. Okay. Oh, have you at eight? That's eight. Eight to one. All right. Three more dies. We got one shotgun blast, one green brain. And fetus. <laughs> one fetus. One yellow fetus. <laughs> He's jaundiced. Look at Obrey. All right, I got two more brains and one feet. So that puts me at three brains. One shotgun blast. Shit! Two shotgun oh. blasts and a brain again. You God got nothing! Damn. You got nothing! Yeah, I I can I cannot go for it with one shotgun blast, apparently. You just you're pushing too hard. Two brains and a shotgun blast. Woo. A shotgun blast, a brain, and a feet. I'll stop. I'll take my three brains. Okay. It's going to put you at 11. 11 to 1. Time to step it up, Steve. Yeah, I think so. First three dice. I got two brains and a red shotgun blast. Got to go for it. At this point, yeah. Three dice. Two green brains, one yellow shotgun blast. Uh, you might crap out. I'm going to take the four. That's probably a good Stop idea. Stop at five at this point, at least then. If you do crap out, I won't have as far to go. That's true. Okay. You're up to five now, huh? You could, you could make that up. You're within striking distance. Oh, but two brains and one foot running. <laughs> that puts that you at 13. Put 13. Now, don't I have the option of doing some more rolls, or do I have to stop at 13? You can you can do some more rolls if you're feeling cocky. Got three more dice here. Woo! One brain, one shotgun blast, one feet. I'm stopping with three brains. That puts me up to 14. 14, okay. So are we doing I get one more shot to catch it? Yeah, you get to finish this round. Okay. you got to beat 14. So I need nine brains to tie, ten brains to win. Okay, he rolls his first three dice. Two shotgun blasts in a brain. Oh, man. Brutal. This is going to be an epic comeback if you can three do it. Three more dice. One, one green brain, one red feet, one green feet. Okay. I'm still in it for the moment with not yet seven lost brains. Game. And I'm out. Oh, Steve. So congratulations, Gord, the Bone Battle Champion of 2011, man. Why, thank you, Steve. Well played, sir. Thank you. I I don't look at it as winning the four games. I look at it as I need to brush up on my battleship skills. <laughs> I, I really wish I would have made a better showing when, you know, we were talking about this on paper. I certainly thought I would win at least two games. But yeah, it's kind clearly, of. Clearly, that was not to happen. No. Must be kind of embarrassing to be you. It is. It's very embarrassing. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, finish this show up. First, I'd like to thank some folks. Uh, who are the bands that we had? We had Pine Box Boys. I'd like to thank them. Warp 11. MC Frontalot and Beefy, of course. Of course. And Anamanaguchi. Thank you very much for the great music. Also, a great big thanks to Skiznot, who created, he, he actually forged Hand forged, hand forged the bone battle theme song, which was at, badass. Thank at you home. so home much. Home hand Skizna. forged. That was awesome. 
That was so awesome. That guy is amazing. He is. He's yeah. often really the best part of the show, and he's not even really. It has nothing to do show. with us, right? Just every once in a while, it's like this sunshine from God that shines on the proverbial dog's ass. <laughs> that is the Bone Bat Show. Huh? Dog's ass. <laughs> Sunburned dog anus. Speaking of which, filthy jokes. <laughs> filthy jokes. Can I go first? You can go first. Okay. A mother and her young son were flying on Southwest Airlines, my favorite airline. The little boy who'd been looking out the window turned to his mother and asked, if big dogs have baby dogs and big cats have baby cats, why don't big planes have baby planes? Well, the mother, who clearly wasn't interested in educating her son and couldn't think of an answer, she told her son to ask the flight attendant. So the boy went down the aisle and asked the flight attendant, if big dogs have baby dogs and big cats have baby cats, why don't big planes have baby planes? And the busy flight attendant smiled and she said, did your mother tell you to ask me that? The little boy replied, yes, she did. Well, then you go tell your mother that there are no baby planes because Southwest Airlines always pulls out on time. Ask her to explain that to you. <laughs> the funny thing is you actually heard that from a Southwest flight attendant over the loudspeaker during the flight. Because <laughs> they're, right. they're always telling fucking jokes on that airline. Yeah, I don't like that part. I do wish they would do a little <laughs> bit more shutting up. But, uh, hey, I like, I like Southwest. There you go. All right. So this, this guy, he, he gets married and he goes off on his honeymoon, right? Right. And after he returns, he meets up with one of his friends for a beer and to chat a little bit. And the, the friend, he's, he's single, and he's kind of, you know, the pervert type to boot. And so he immediately starts hammering the guy on the specifics of the honeymoon. So, Bob, now that you're a big merry man and all, did you get anywhere you were out there? And Bob just, like, shakes his head because, you know, oh, well, you know me. I like to fish, so I, I fished. And his friend said, what, what do you mean? You, you had some sex, right? Come on, tell me. You, at least you got a blowjob, right? Bob shakes his hand and says, no, you know, she had pyrrhea, so I just fished. You know how I like to fish. His friend says, well, Bob, she's your goddamn wife. She has to give it up now, right? I mean, don't, don't you at least get that? And Bob replies, nah, she, she had gonorrhea, and you know me, I, I like to fish, so I just fished. And the friend, he's just, like, agitated now. He said, you're kidding me. Well, you had to have at least rolled her over and porked her up the ass then, right? <laughs> well, Bob says, no, no. She she had diarrhea as well. And you know me. I, I like to fish, so I, I just fished. And his friend at this point, he's just, you know, exasperated. He's like, Jesus, why did you even marry this diseased bitch anyway? He says, well, she also has worms, and you know how I like to fish. <laughs> <laughs> thank you Ew. yeah that's pretty nasty thank you for that <laughs> so there's that so, <laughs> so i got that visual <laughs> so the usual bullshit our show phone number is 425-296-6557 or you can reach us via email at steve at bonehand.com it's new content on bonehand.com every sunday up to and including the heavy half hour your straight shot of the hard stuff every other week. So check that out too. And you can find me at mighty 
MightyWombat.com. A new cartoon every Thursday on MightyWombat.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Mighty underscore Wombat. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm Bonehand over there. Or there is a Bonebat feed as well that you can follow. Uh, if you like what we do, we do appreciate it. If, if you would spread the word, tell a friend, link to us on your blog or whatever. We also appreciate any reviews on iTunes or Zune or wherever you happen to download the show. And as always, thank you for listening. Thanks. So one last tune tonight. Yeah. From our buddies in the band Hell Track. This is Jeff Crazy from It Came From The Basements Band, who have just released a brand new CD called The Year We Make Contact. We heard them in episode 40 of The Bone Bat Show last year. This tune is called Son of the Minotaur. I hope you enjoy it. Once again, I'm Steve. And this is Gord. Have a good one. I do have a good one.
What's the four holer one? Is that a battleship? <laughs> the four holer. <laughs> I guess that's a yeah, that's a destroyer, right? Okay. Know what that would be? Well, is there an actual battleship? It's the name of the game. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a battleship, but it's a destroyer, right? Well, then what's the three holer? Is that a cruiser? Fuck if I know. All right. Oh. My my knowledge of naval stuff is <laughs> it begins and ends at semen, right? Okay. <laughs> I gotta let the cat in. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of semen. <laughs> you go let the cat in, quote unquote. 